Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join the madness. <laughs> Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 977. Today we hear from a woman who loves her graph paper. Rose says, What are your thoughts on the story grid method? In other words, aside from hiring or marrying a competent editor, how possible is it to self-edit? Background, I find it difficult to even define scenes in my story, let alone break them down to their constituent parts and look for the required elements. I don't know if everybody has got it in them to self-edit. I learned to self-edit as a result of doing screenwriting, and that's part of the discipline in screenwriting. Uh, Screenwriting is far less spontaneous, and um, it's a lot more like playing in an orchestra than it is like playing jazz. Mm. Uh, Writing fiction is like playing jazz. Writing for the screen is like playing in an orchestra. The structural elements and constraints are much more pronounced, and you have to keep them at the front of your mind. I don't know if it's in everybody's sort of emotional, neurological potentiality to learn how to step back at one remove and tinker with things while still being able to preserve what makes something work. It's obviously not in everybody's skill set who's working in Hollywood. So, this may or may not be possible for you, and I don't know if it is, or I don't even know if it if it's theoretically possible for everyone or not, genuinely. StoryGrid is a... Di- for those of you who don't know, it's a diagnostic methodology for breaking your stories down so you can tell where they're broken or why they're not working. And it's basically based on all the screenwriting techniques that I learned, except that... It's like way biased towards the numerical and the gridding and the spreadsheeting and whatnot. And Um, whiteboards? Whiteboards, graphing. I mean, there actually is like a spreadsheet step Mm. in StoryGrid, and you make diagrams of of dramatic plot and dramatic flow and stuff like that. And as near as I can tell from the 20 minutes of research I did on it before this episode... (laughs) (laughs) And from the times I've heard other writers talk about it in years past, it's been a while, because writing conventions and parties haven't been a thing for a couple of years, because A, we were in Maine, and B, plague. Near as I can tell, a lot of the value that it delivers is by encouraging you to train yourself, and maybe even giving you the tools to train yourself, to watch for kinds of self-indulgence that are easy for a writer to miss. One of the big ones that was in the materials I looked at and that was uh, being raved about by a friend of mine who got into it back in about 2009, is, I think it was StoryGrid he was into. I hope I'm not mixing up StoryGrid and Snowflake, but um, is that when you're writing a screenplay... Every scene needs to do multiple kinds of duty. You can't have any scene that's just doing one thing. If you want your screenplay to be really tightly packed and you want the resulting movie to be unwalkoutable on, 
Now that is a really good, really good technique to apply to fiction. And most really good writers do it. Dean Wesley Smith calls it writing with depth. That's not what I call depth. I call this layering because there's something else that is depth. But um, whatever you call it, depth, layering, resonance, whatever. Uh, Dave Wolverton calls it uh, res resonance. Dave Farland, I guess, is his professional name. It's one of those advanced storytelling techniques that if you can use it well, you can get away with a whole lot of incompetence in a whole lot of other areas because it is so essential to making a story unforgettable. So um, as a way of, as a series of tools for helping you spot what your story is doing and whether your scenes are actually doing double and triple duty instead of single duty or no duty at all, Story Grid looks to me like something that could help teach you that. I didn't learn these things through StoryGrid, so you don't need StoryGrid to learn it. Um, but if StoryGrid teaches you those things, it's probably uh, a good investment. I don't know what they're charging right now. Um, I didn't bother to look at the pricing. But um, as far as I can tell, that's what it seems to be. And those are some of the opportunities that the approaches that they talk about in their publicity materials are obviously applicable to. So um, I hope that helps you make a judgment about what you're looking for. And um, we'll link to it in the show notes, and hopefully it'll be an affiliate link. I don't know if we can get an affiliate link for StoryGrid, but if we can and you go to it through the link, we'll get a couple extra bucks off of it. And hopefully it winds up being something of value to you and you know we're not ripping off by proxy. But uh, let us know if you decide to go that way. Thank you very much for the question, Rose, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners.